Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Untrained Eye with Beth and DJ, the only show about what's happening. That's right. You're back for another episode about what's happening, and if you'd like to know what's happening in the room, Beth just put a foreign object into her nose. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't know what it is or where I found it from. Was it the floor? It? Was it a drawer? It's She'll like, never know. <laughs> no, it looks like a piece of plastic. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, continue. I was just trying to make you laugh, and you're being mean now. It worked, and now I'm turning it's, it around on you. It looks like a button, uh huh. but it's like made out of glue or something. Or maybe it is like one of these little tabletops. I think it's one of the little tabletop cushions that fell off for some reason. Yeah, it fits right in my nose hole. And it's in the other nose hole. Oh. <laughs> Well, I hope we don't have to go to the hospital to get that thing taken well, I didn't out. Shove it all the way in. I'm not a little kid. I couldn't see it anymore, so I don't know. You're a lie. <laughs> you can see it. <sighs> That's the last time I'm ever trying to make you laugh. It worked, so I guess you could retire on top. Yeah. <laughs> Jerk. Oh well. Tell us about our podcast network, Beth. It's called Civilized Creatures. And it features shows like Drinks with Larry. Do tell. It's a comedy show with comedians and such. <laughs> also, what's in your hometown? Yep. Uh huh. You're doing a good. Murder, <laughs> a murder drama show. A murder drama show. What else? Yeah. And we got Picks and Boons, mm -hmm. a music interview show, and Married AF. A romantic yep. <laughs> advice <ahead>. show. <laughs> How many candles should you light? How many roses should you decapitate? Go to Married AF and find out. Yeah. <laughs> All your romance needs will be fulfilled once you send in your questions to Married AF. It's not AF. only romance. Nope. I would describe it as a romance yeah, they podcast. are in love. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I am never kept in the know, but theoretically, throwing smoke on the Civilized Creatures Presents feed will appear in the future. They'll probably just talk about fights once They're going to actually throw <laughs> real smoke. They're going to <laughs> like, literally... Remember the fights? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're going to have that flash then... paper that just... And then you look when the smoke clears and no one's there. And no one's there because. Show's over. Yeah. They're like, in tonight's lineup, smoke. Nobody. Because everything's canceled. Fight Island is over. It's not happening. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Dana, I almost called him Dana Carvey. Dana White, the UFC president or whatever, he was going to have, he was basically going to try and buy a private island and have fights there. And I only know, everything I know about it is through headlines, but I know that he was going to buy an island. He almost bought the island. The fights were going to happen. Joe Rogan may or may not be there. Everything's canceled. Fire festival. <laughs> Fire festival, too. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, uh, and don't thanks. forget, John Domingo, who may or may not have a show, but it seems like maybe he does. Maybe. <sighs> 
there is rumblings, rumblings yep. of the penguin and the bear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's some chains rattling. <laughs> there's some chains rattling and some penguins sliding across ice as uh, Riley from the Plunge and John Jamingo uh, at least start flirting on the internet. So let's see yeah. if that turns into a thing. That would be the greatest show ever because those two could not be more polar opposites. Yeah, that's why I think it'll be really good. It would be great. Like Riley would drive John insane. Uh, <laughs> but that would give him a lot to like complain about. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Riley's got a lot to say. Like he's never going to he's not going to be the wallflower that's like, well, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on it. And he'll be like, nope, here we go. So I don't yeah. know. Send it. Send uh, John Jamingo and uh, at Plunge Podcast. Send, DM them your name ideas for what their show should be, because I really want this to happen. I think it would be great. And like I told them in the comments and Twitter, I at least need a pilot episode to see how that goes. Yeah, I will listen to it. We would all listen to it. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're right the deaf among us would read it theoretically yeah <laughs> uh true. do we have any other shows i think that's it <laughs> winter circle we were on that it's not hasn't the new one hasn't happened yet the audio one hasn't dropped on the inner circle feed but so. you can still watch it on facebook you can watch it on facebook because i did <laughs> <laughs> just because I wanted to relive the glory <laughs> once again. <laughs> uh, if you want to know what she's talking about, go to Facebook and see who won the winter circle. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, and uh, did, uh, did took a big leap on dragging the table and had my first guest on Adam Simmons from the Simmons and More podcast. I have uh, sent out an email to someone who will remain nameless as of now for the next episode because they have not emailed me back yet. <laughs> they will. I mean, they're probably busy hanging out in their house in quarantine. <laughs> you do have a kid bro, and every, a wife. <laughs> can I tell you, th those are the people, the people in quarantine right now, ah, oh, man, guys... What's it like? Because most of the people that we know, I don't think we know anybody except for Riley. They're like the plunge boys that are actually just single, not working, just or... not having any kids, just being able to just chill out and just look out the window and think about life. Yeah, but. And oh no, Sam and uh, Julia, they are childless. But the rest of you fools that are home with your kids and your wives for the first time. Like I read on Twitter, somebody was like, or was it Twitter? I don't know. I. I've been ingesting, I feel like I've been ingesting more media than ever before now, and everyone else who is When on, there's less stories. Yeah, and, and because like- I, I won't miss anything. I see funny things, and I see so much of it that I don't know where it comes from anymore, so I can't give it credit, but I saw somebody that was like, uh, what was it? Like, turns out you were only soulmates in three-hour increments, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. For all the people that are just with their significant other like 24 hours a day now, they're like, you're driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> where there's a video where this, um, they're like, oh, you have to pick um, number one or number two. And number one is you have to stay in quarantine with your wife and your kids. And the guy's like, number two. <laughs> Before they even say what it is. <laughs> like, um, 
Okay, well, number two was you have to be in quarantine with your wife, your kids, and your mother-in-law. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, option three bullets. Like, I don't know what number two was, but it's just funny that he didn't even care. He's <laughs> like, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I can only imagine though. Because like sometimes whenever we're together for too long, like we have a three day weekend or a four day weekend, like on the third day, I'm like, all right, enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but <laughs> but like all it takes is I'll be like, I'll just go just make a list and I'll go grocery shopping and you just chill out for a while alone and I'll chill out for a while alone. Yeah. And then we come back and are fine. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Like, if we have any projects to do, then that's whenever all hell breaks loose. <laughs> and we have to do them together. <laughs> well, one of us doesn't like to listen. <laughs> one of us is a Y wife. And the, uh, the other one is DJ. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. That is a that is I mean, the best callback. I am back a why wife. Yeah, thank you cuz that is the I'm, best callback. I'm call not back. denying that. I do ask why because <laughs> I need to be in the loop uh before you make a mistake. <laughs> uh, of what? Not watching you and telling you exactly what to do and when to do it and how to do it. <laughs> yeah, we're not listening at all. <laughs> in fact, I'm getting angry right now. <laughs> I'm like, I have an idea and I'm like uh, you just like bat your hand away. <laughs> like, uh, nonsense. <laughs> I'll do the thinking for us. <laughs> yeah, well, Beth, you know what? You know what? You now, uh, as of what was it, Friday, got a front row view to the level of mouth breathing dumbasses that I work with that are just oh, like. Yeah. So I tell the guys that are. that. I just need to take a breath. I'm getting very upset already. So, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) I tell the guys that work with me, because I'm technically their leader, uh, like, hey, this is how your job is going to change for the next few weeks. You're going to have this many extra accounts to take care of. Uh, Just make sure you get them taken care of. I mean, immediately I'm getting, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, cause I tell them I'm going to figure out who gets what, when, uh, when I get back to the office at the end of the day. And then I'll let you know, then I get texts back immediately that are like, which ones am I getting? When do I need to do them? How often? Like, Hey bro, read what I just wrote, please. For a second, I get back to the office. I figure everything out. I tell everyone what they need. It's all right, so do I start these? Do I need to do them this week or next week and just next week? And then so when and what? And I'm like, hey, man, hey, 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 hey. And j- the best part is, is I was like, okay, I come home, I go to my loving wife, Beth, and I go, hey, you need to read what I wrote because sometimes I get like on a roll and I think people are on the same page as me and they're not. And so I need you to read this and tell me if what I'm saying makes sense to you. And she had no context at this point as to what was happening. And I was like, hey, read this very first text and tell me just what you think after reading it. And whether it's because we've been married for 100 (laughs) years or we love each other very much and are very much on the same page, she immediately knew what I meant by the text that I sent. So I'm like, okay, this is the level of dumb people I'm working with. They can't (laughs) just read a thing, know that it's words, 
and then move on with their lives. Like, uh, I need you to explain each letter. Now, when you were crafting this text... <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's mind-boggling. So that is why, like, I'm sure that was a boring story and everyone's wondering why I told it. Here's why. <laughs> That's why I'm the way I am when I'm like, when it's project time. Because even though you're not a dummy, I've been so programmed to work with idiots that I'm just immediately going into spell it out mode of like, okay, we yeah, need but- to do this, 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 and we need to do it this way because now I'll know how you're doing it. So when you go, this isn't working, I can go, We'll do it this way that we talked about. And you go, okay. And then we move on with our lives and we're done in a normal amount of time. Yeah, that would be fantastic if you spelled it out for me. But instead, you're just like, done talking. Go to the living room now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes I need to do it. So I don't, I don't think it's fair <laughs> that they're getting it spelled out for them. <laughs> well, okay, then next time that's what's going to happen. I'm going to spell it out for you, and then if you're like, huh, and then I'm just taking it away again. Like, right. Go in the living room. Get out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't do very many projects together, <laughs> like, at the same time. <laughs> didn't understand before uh now then now you probably do yeah (laughs) i'm an overbearing douche (laughs) no i don't think anyone everyone just heard you say no like a battered woman because they (laughs) were like they heard what i just said and were like no the answer is yes he is (laughs) i know he loves me He only hits me because he's mad. He can change. <laughs> yeah, he's not mad he at me. He said he was real sorry. He's not- <laughs> <laughs> he said it wouldn't happen again. <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> but it's not like I just, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're definitely, when you don't, uh, don't want to follow any of the rules, you don't the follow rules? them completely. All right, who makes these rules? <laughs> let's start there (laughs) me no (laughs) i make the rules end of story first rule is i make the rules No. (laughs) rules was not the right word but i said it and was like maybe she'll let it slide she doesn't follow instru- you don't like to follow instruction and you you take that all the way to the end all the way to just go in the living room and just I'll just do it you're like no I want to say I was done so I can do it next time <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> anyway all right so it's amazing <laughs> that we come together once a week <laughs> to do this yeah it actually kind of is yeah Uh, it is a miracle of that but that just proves how much i actually do love you and (laughs) you're not just a burdensome uh (laughs) thorn in my side that is unreachable it's like right at that point on my back where i can't reach like (laughs) ah this thorn (laughs) i told (laughs) y'all he loves me (laughs) yeah Uh, uh, now I know. And it's not like that that much. <laughs> it's just whenever 
Like you <laughs> just you, during the waking hours. <laughs> yeah. Like usually if we're like pressed for time and we're trying to I don't know get something done on the hurry up and we both have visions. <laughs> I, I want you to think about what you just said, Beth. When we're pressed for time and you're like, what do we do? And I'm like, this is what we should do. And then you, you say the thing you love to say, which is it should be on your uh it, like on your desk, it should say Bethany, and then right underneath it, why? <laughs> In quotations. Yeah. <laughs> and the little shrug emoji. Because uh, that's it. We're pressed for time. I'm like, you're like, well, what do we do? I have a plan, and you immediately, why? Why? <laughs> hey, we're pressed for time. Hey, shut up. Let- <laughs> Why is for after when we're done when you're like great job now why did we do it that way and I'm like well Beth sit down and let's talk about it <laughs> anyway <laughs> you exposed yourself what can I say <laughs> oh, okay so it's like that you... I exposed myself yep <sighs> yeah everyone's gonna go wow DJ you're very not uh, the victim <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for telling me what I am not. You are right. You are right. <clears throat> anyway, so what else is going on? Well, as most people are doing while they're stuck inside their homes, I imagine they are watching movies they've never watched before. And today we watched not one, not two, but three iterations of Police Academy. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you've never seen that before. Because, like, I used to watch that all the time. <laughs> Though, they will just never make movies like those anymore. Like, the, there has never been more movie about nothing than yeah. the Police Academy movies. Like, it didn't have to be a Police Academy. It could have been anything. It could have been anything at all. They could have just been... They could have said college... Uh, what was that college movie? They could have been Animal House 2. And it could have been just that again. We're like, the yeah. new pledges are here. <laughs> <laughs> Did they make a sequel? I don't know. I, I don't even... I, can I be honest? I don't know that I've seen Animal House. I've only seen parts of it. I don't think I've seen that movie. Because I think I've seen it on like TBS or somewhere where they like clip out the dirty stuff. <laughs> yeah. Which, why are you... Even, what? movies from that time period if you're editing out the bad stuff then you're not watching anything you're just like watching the credits at the front and the credits at the back yeah (laughs) because it's all rape and boobs (laughs) and racial slurs (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah which i don't know i thought the first one was really funny the first one was really funny because they almost seem like spoof movies but they're not even like they're just like ridiculous scenarios. And now I see why because my only point of reference for Steve Gutenberg was Short Circuit and Three Men and a Baby. Yes. <clears throat> so I never really got the Steve Gutenberg craze. Uh and now I kind of get it. Cause he was like a uh you know what he was? He was like a handsome uh he was like a handsome, slightly less aggressive version of bill murray like because he was like a a good looking guy who was just like very kind of aloof and like always had the right thing to say always got the girl and he had his shirt off a lot in this in these movies the first three and i was like oh steve gutenberg was packing oh yeah wasn't he in cocoon also yeah but that was a movie of old people like i 
never cared about that movie. It was a good movie. But, yeah, like, he was, I don't know. I thought he was cute. Dude, that guy was ripped. Like, in the first movie, he had his shirt off, and he's, like, walking around in a towel, and the guy's like, oh, where's the party at? And I was like, Steve Gutenberg. You lift, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he have a hairy chest, though? Yeah. Like, that's when it was still popular. Oh, You're yeah. Like, oh, we like our men hairy. <laughs> <laughs> hairy, scary, and overbearing. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I thought it was funny. I like watching those. And there was a lot of, like, funny characters or whatever, like Hightower. Like- yeah. By the way, <laughs> I knew all of the names I knew. I've heard over the years, Hightower, Tackleberry, uh, others. Yeah, Hooks. Hooks. The uh, black lady with the high voice. <laughs> uh, well, with the like. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, she like whispers, but she has a really high, <laughs> squeaky voice. <laughs> oh, and uh, Jones does the sound effects. Jones. Isn't that his name in the? Oh, in the movie, I don't know. I never know his name in the movies. I only know that it's. Uh... And now I can't think of his name. What is his name? Is this? Is it Michael? Michael Winslow. Is that right? It seems right. I know. Winslow every time, though, like... it's funny because I for, I didn't realize <clears throat> even what that dude looked like because every time I heard Michael Winslow, even though I knew it wasn't, I thought of the dad from Family Matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Winslow. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought of him, even though I knew it wasn't him. Uh, so to see that guy doing it, I was like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I like... That they have like ongoing jokes, like how those guys kept like ending up in the Blue Oyster, which is like a gay bar. Dude, if there was ever a movie that made like it's so funny because watching those movies, like there definitely was like a old guard, new guard type thing going on. Like you could tell, like the older guard people, like in the first movie, <clears throat> excuse me, like the guy, the old guard guy at the academy is like. I don't like any of this because the city, if you don't know in the first movie, like for whatever reason, crime is run amok in, you know, Vice City or wherever they live. And <laughs> they're <laughs> and uh, the mayor says that uh, basically come one, come all. Everybody needs to be a cop. Hurry up and come be a cop. Yeah, anybody can get in. And so there's uh, people of all stripes there. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> the, the main old guy is like, I don't believe this. He's like, I remember when everyone who was a police officer used to be the right height the right weight the right color and there were johnson's as far as the eye can see <laughs> and they're like, they like johnson's he's like you know johnson's and he points at his dong and they're all like yeah <laughs> that was cool. a beautiful thing. <laughs> uh but to get back to them uh, like always being at the blue oyster one way or another it's like this gay like leather daddy bar uh, <laughs> where they're always doing the tango <laughs> always tangoing and they look like the meanest dudes in the world can i tell you it does it definitely does not paint gay people as like weak uh yeah (laughs) weak uh shrinking violets like they're like hey we're not only big and strong but we're gonna take you and dance with you Hmm. (laughs) all night tango maureen Uh, (laughs) uh but yeah it was uh it was really good it was a good gaggle of movies there's seven of those movies seven and they're on netflix but like they're not on the front page you have to search for it so 
Dude, I want to know what everyone has been watching. Like, people that are quarantined have been watching that they would never normally watch. Like, I've heard people say Ozarks. Like, I'll never finish Ozarks, probably. Because we watched the first two or three episodes of the first season, I think. And I remember it being really good. Yeah. Like, I love Jason Bateman. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, anything that he is about, I'm about. Um, but... After the three episodes, I was kind of like, ah, I get it. I think we got distracted by something else, and then we just never went back to it. They're money people. They're doing bad stuff. This is like uh, new Breaking Bad, bad, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen Breaking Bad. I got it. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go, Go in the living room, Jason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got this. <laughs> anyway. Um, what else? I feel like we watched something else. Uh, I can't think of it. We one. watched the miserable 90s or whatever. I, oh, yeah. It was like murder stuff. It was like the 90s, the worst decade or something like that. Like, I was not a fan of that show, really. I liked it. I liked the beginning because it had bitter. It, the, the, what is it? The theme music to it was Bittersweet Symphony. <laughs> yeah. Which is just a kick in the nuts to the Verve. Uh, I think it was the Verve or the Verve Pipe that sang that song, because those are the guys that uh, they. Oh, they didn't ask that. for permission, and then they got all the money taken away from them. They got. They really got. <laughs> Keith Munson. Richards was like, ah, yeah, <laughs> sorry guys, I wrote that, and I want all the money for it. <laughs> they got Munson on that deal. They were the Munsons. <laughs> you gotta ask permission first. The Verve is who sang it. Bittersweet Symphony. Um, yeah. But yeah, what is it like you know more about it than I do because I thought it was like about one long story, but it's just like each episode is like one like terrible thing that happened in the 90s. Like a murder that happened in the 90s. Uh well, the first thing we watched was that one uh what was that girl that murdered her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend? The and one she that was did like it through pretty. text or something. Oh, oh, no, oh. No, we didn't oh, see oh. that. That that wasn't the '90s one. That no, was like, like the, we watched that first though, and then it recommended that '90s one. It was like the trial of Abby Doobie or something. <laughs> yeah, Abby Doobie. <laughs> um, but I don't oh, remember. It was Jody Arias. Yeah, Jody Arias. It was Jody Arias. But I, my fun joke that I did, I would say every ten minutes was I was like, "Who is this Joe Diarius?" <laughs> I don't get it. Joe Diarius. <laughs> I laughed to myself. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. They've got the wrong guy. It's a girl. (laughs) Oh, Joe. (laughs) Joe Diarius. I'm like, I don't don't get it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Beth, that explains why the joke wasn't landing when I was doing it originally. (laughs) (laughs) I looked over to the left and then looked back at the screen like, okay. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Joe Diarius got it. Missing it. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so we watched that, and then wait, wait. Can I? I just want to say one thing. If anyone who is a fan of Tiger King and you know that you're not going to anytime soon get the spinoff Carol Baskin's uh, murder mystery story, this is this can fill that void for you because this uh, Jody Arias is someone who, in my opinion, like the first half to three quarters of the first episode is spent doing. Uh, the work of saying this is a normal person who's slightly crazy, but like not not so crazy that she would kill anyone. 
And then, like, it does the thing that all good shows do. And at the end, it's like, oh, yeah, but she's definitely crazy. Check yeah. this out. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention to it as much. Because, like, sometimes we turn it on and then we're, like, playing it on our phones. Um, but, like, I don't know if they really explained, uh, like, the order of how his, like, shooting and stabbing went down. Because she said that she was, like, fighting him off or whatever and then shot him, but then, like, stabbed him a whole bunch of times. But she shot him in the head. (laughs) But that's the thing. Like, this girl is, like, by the... I'll just say that by the end, you'll... I'm I'm certain she killed that guy, but I I don't think we'll ever know what exactly happened. Like, we'll know the guy's dead. We'll know what wounds he had, but we won't know... uh, why or how they were inflicted, I don't think, yeah. ever. <laughs> well, and what's crazy, too, is because they didn't, like, find him for, like, five days or whatever, and they said that his brain was already basically turning to mush because they couldn't, like, uh, recognize, I guess, a bullet trail through his brain. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize your body, like, I guess it starts rotting right away, like, once your blood stops flowing, but I didn't realize it was that quick of a turnaround. I guess so. Um, But, like, that was crazy that they didn't find him until someone was like, we were supposed to go on a trip. (laughs) And then, uh, like, comes looking for him. And he had a roommate that lived there with them and was just like, well, it started smelling, but, I mean, we're bachelors. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was his feet or butt. (laughs) Yeah, or the dishes or the laundry. (laughs) Um. (laughs) You know how sometimes your laundry smells like a dead raccoon? Yeah, I thought. (laughs) Yeah, the guy was like, Yeah, I thought he already went on his trip. He was already gone. He he didn't ask me to take care of his dogs when I was walking around or anything. (laughs) But I thought he just left. So there was that. And then, like, that Jody was just like, I'm going to call the police and tell them that I want to (laughs) help. Like, they weren't onto her scent at all. Yeah, this girl's nuts. Like she is classic nuts, uh, and that's why I say we'll never know. Like because she, I, I don't know. Watch whatever that show was yeah. called. Yeah, like it's crazy watching those Jody shows Aries. because then you can, if you were planning on murdering someone, like you can take notes and be like, oh, this is a good idea. Like one thing that she did was like got gas cans or whatever, so she could like drive through the state without having to stop at any gas. Uh, stores or whatever gas stations so she wouldn't leave a paper trail which I just want to point out to anyone who would be like yeah that is a good idea because and by the way I'm telling us from the past because mm-hmm. when you said that then I was like yeah that is a good idea now tell me why it's a bad idea I'm going to tell it's you why dangerous. it's a bad idea <laughs> no because oh, okay. you can just leave the windows open and be fine you're driving you just let the that fumes crazy out. fumes uh, vent out of your car just use cash <laughs> just but, use cash but then they can catch you on camera right but how like how then they're gonna have to be like okay we need to know vaguely at least what uh highway or byway you took there and then what we're gonna check every single one on the way down there like maybe you could go <laughs> listen i would be i would take my chances on going a different crazy route and just using straight up cash okay like, well, if I murder you, I'm getting some <laughs> <gas cans. laughs> Oh, yeah. When we were oh, like, I'll wait in the living room. <laughs> yeah, when we were watching one of those things. What did you say? You're like, when you get murdered. <laughs> 
being like, cool, when I get murdered. Because on one of the, like, the 90 terrible, horrible 90s shows or whatever, or terrible, horrible, the 90s sucked, everyone was terrible or whatever, the guy, like, his wife or girlfriend or whatever was murdered, and they had the 911 tape, and the guy's just like, well, she's dead. Oh, yeah. Like, he wasn't even freaked out or anything. He was like, can you come to the house? My wife's been murdered. Like that, he almost had had emotion, but like the wrong emotion. He was like, Bored. she's dead. Like, I don't even I don't even know what to think about this. She's yeah. not alive anymore. Her breath is not going in or out of her body. Her heart isn't pumping blood up or down. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. She's not alive anymore. What do you even do with someone who's not alive? Bury him? What do yeah. you? Am I supposed to have a funeral? What do I do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He didn't say any of that, no, but he, he had that like he had that kind of like inquisitive like, huh? Like I I will be hot darned. <laughs> <laughs> That's yours. Is it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We watched a whole bunch of those, and then like whenever you fell asleep, I watched it. Went to a different show that was like Barbara Walters. And she um, was doing a thing on John Bonet Ramsey, which there was a lot of stuff about that I didn't know. That that are you? What are you doing? I'm listening. Oh really? Yes, I'm listening. R L Y. Yes, John Bonet Ramsey. There was a bunch of crazy stuff that was going on there. Mainly the fact that her parents did it, and nobody is willing to be like, mm, "You definitely killed your own kid." Yeah, you did that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that, but like, I don't know a lot of the stuff like that. Like the dad, like found her. Like the police bungled that completely because he didn't really know how to investigate a kidnapping in that town i guess and the only person that was like trained to do it was on vacation (laughs) so they like came and like trampled all over the crime scene they let people clean up things um they told the dad and his friend to check the house instead of them doing it themselves and the dad found her like in the basement in this little room or whatever so yeah it's a lot of weird stuff and it would seem that the dad did it because he was like founder <laughs> yeah and he was like what do i even do now what do we have a funeral no, yeah I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding uh so i don't know but then i didn't know that the mom had died like and didn't that happen like the all all of that was not too far away from us right like where we as where we sit right now we could throw a rock and hit jean benet ramsey's house no, it was in Colorado. What happened near us? There was a. Are you sure? Yeah. There was a kid murder near us, or like a kid theft near us in Florida, like in Hillsborough County, I think. Was it Casey Anthony? Maybe it was Casey Anthony. I remember. I just remember. No, because Casey Anthony was when we were adults. I feel like, but I. I feel like there was something like when I was a kid, like people were all up in arms because there was a house that went up for sale that people got murdered in. Oh, geez. Or maybe it was kids got murdered in and it was from like a famous or, you know, whatever, locally famous murder spot. No, I don't know. God dang it. I was really hoping it was that kid. I swear it was. What I don't kid? believe it. Jean Bonnet. No, it was in Colorado. 
And like after that happened, I guess that guy was worth like a like a few million dollars. The dad, um, but he ended up losing all his money. Trying to find the killer. Mm-hmm. He should have been looking in the mirror that whole time. Well. <laughs> Yeah, now that you say that, that the wife died, I feel like I remember people immediately being, I don't know what she died of, but immediately she being like. She had cancer. Yeah, saying that she got like eaten up by cancer because she knew her husband did it. <laughs> no, she already had had cancer. It, I guess she had beaten it, but then it came back. Because of what I said. Um, anyway, like this is like sad stuff, I guess. Well, in in uh, to stay in the vein of sad stuff. Don't be buying stuff. Uh, don't be buying stuff that you don't know where it's coming from, Beth. Oh, really? Like Laredo, what? Laredo was in desperate need of coronavirus tests, so a private emergency room owner paid five hundred thousand dollars upfront for twenty thousand tests. But city health workers quickly determined the tests were unreliable and unusable. Because your boy just was like, basically went to DJ and Beth Industries and was like, do you have coronavirus tests? And we were like, yeah. And we just sold we them puzzles. We want the money up front. <laughs> we just sho- we sold them 20 puzzles that were 1,000 pieces each. And we're like, just put this puzzle piece on your tongue. And if it turns red, you've got corona. And if it doesn't, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it was. And we're here now. Oh yeah, we watched McMillions too. Mm. Yeah, that I'm glad you mentioned that. Hey, if you like me are stupid, then you might have done something like listen to the McMillions podcast first and not watch along or watch the show and then listen to the episode and then watch the show and listen to the episode. Like I did it wrong. Like I wish I had watched this show cuz you can get it for free now I think on Hulu. Yeah, it was that's where it was. And it's a very interesting documentary about the, how nobody really, nobody legit won the Monopoly, uh, the Monopoly game at McDonald's from like the eighties to the two thousand or like two thousand. Yeah, uh, for like thirteen years, I think. And uh, I pretty much knew all the bullet points from episode one, and was like, "All right, well, I already know the beginning, middle, and end of this. Like, now instead of the thing that was supposed to be the fill in the blank." thing which is the podcast uh now the tv show is that and now this is just like a i'm not even getting work done i'm just sitting and letting this happen to me now (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i thought of that because you said um about that scam or whatever with the hospital things Mm -hmm. like one of the recruiters that went to like find people to buy the pieces pieces from them um Wrote his like sister in law into it, and then she like got the check, cashed in the piece, and got the check. And then he was like, "Well, where is she? She should be giving me the money by now." And so she went. He went to the house where she was, and uh, <laughs> it was empty. <laughs> he <laughs> saw that there was like a FedEx on the ground from McDonald's or wherever you get the money from. <laughs> and so he was like, "She has the money." So him and his wife hurried up and like hustled down to the airport because she was trying to run with it all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how crazy is that? Like, that would be like one of my sisters like taking off with our money. (laughs) Yeah, well, the bad thing for them would be I'd shoot them if they did. So that's the risk you take. Here's the thing. 
Like, if you're going to try and run a scam and then are shocked someone tries to double scam you, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, wow, I'm doing this thing that's illegal, and then someone tried to double illegal me. <laughs> you just wouldn't think that your own family would do that. Bro. But, I mean, money, I guess. Listen, I know most people's families are different and they love each other, but I would sell my whole family down the river in a heartbeat, I would be like, they all did it. I can keep the money right. It was them. (laughs) (laughs) I would sell each and every one of those bastards out, and I would do it to their face individually. I'd be like, no, it doesn't need to be one big group. Just bring them in one at a time. I'll say it. I'll say it however many times I need to say it. It was me. It was me. I did it. You're looking at them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just feel like if you accepted that, even like even if someone had a legit story like, well, uh, I won this, but I'm in trouble with the IRS. So if I cash it in, then they're going to take it all anyway (laughs) (laughs) or something like that. Like, I still feel like somehow you'd be looking over your shoulder. You the per wait say that again. Like if someone came to you with one of those game pieces and said oh, something yeah. like that, like I feel like I would always be like, "It's not legit." They're gonna know somehow. <laughs> I'm going to jail. <laughs> like I would worry myself to death, so I wouldn't even take it. Yeah, if it was somebody I didn't know, I definitely wouldn't take it. But if it was somebody I knew, now we're talking what level of someone that I knew? Excuse me, because if it was someone that I worked with. I would take it and I would immediately screw them over. Like that second. <laughs> oh, I would you mean like be... you would cash it and then not give them their half? Bro, I would never give them their half and be like, <laughs> what are you going to do about it? What are you going to tell somebody? Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Who's going to believe you? Because now you just gave it to me. It's not like you have something in writing. Go ahead. Tell the police that I, what? have a game piece that I won a million dollars on, hey, you're going to be in a long line of people that were like, that was mine. I gave it to him. <laughs> yeah, but like, remember that guy that won the lottery here and then later they found his body in the backyard <laughs> of one of the houses he owned, I think. And it was his like girlfriend had him killed or something or killed him and then was just spending his money. I think that guy's name was Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's right. That would be you. Uh, (laughs) They're like, oh, well, you're screwing me over? (laughs) Well, two can play that game. Well, good news. The mouth breathers I work with wouldn't know enough to hire someone to kill me. They would try and do it themselves. They would end up trying to creep up on our house, and even though we don't have a rake, they would step on it. It would hit them in the face. The gun would go off, and they would have shot themselves in the stomach right in our backyard. And I would walk out and be like, Here's a hundred bucks, and I throw <laughs> it on the bullet wound, and I'd go back inside, and I wouldn't call the police. <laughs> That's not how it <laughs> at all. Because, like you said, we don't have a rake. <laughs> we do, but it's not laying in the background. Well, then I'm gonna buy a series of metal rakes. Uh, just, just place them. <laughs> just throw them out into the backyard, all around the house, and that's mm-hmm. gonna be our uh, alarm system. You're like that guy in. Uh, police academy too where he was like setting all these alarms he set like a bear trap (laughs) and then didn't he have like razor wire that was electrified (laughs) (laughs) yeah and he had like 15 different fences and stuff but anyway excuse me yeah i just don't i don't know it's just crazy what people will do for money because sure would change your life but in a good way like if you had to run for the rest of your life 
Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like people that because I knew a guy who uh, had he was one he was one quarter of a uh, bank heist team. What would you call that? A, a gaggle of idiots, uh, mm. and he got caught. The Beagle Boys. And he went. Yep, he was one <laughs> of the Beagle Boys, and uh, he tried to steal from old Scrooge McDuck Industries and uh, or whatever you call Scrooge McDuck. What do they call banks? What's a good? What would be like a Scrooge McDuck bank called? Mm-hmm. Scrooge McDuck. Uh, God dang it! I'm trying to think. Hold on, wait. What's the? Oh, Scrooge McDuck Finance. Scrooge Financial. They tried to steal from. I knew okay. I would get it somewhere. <laughs> the The Bugle Boys were trying to steal from Scrooge Financial. They got caught and they went to jail. And then one of them left jail uh, after serving his time, and then tried to tell me, oh, a youngster. Yeah. Uh, the foulies of doing drugs and alcohol at a young age. And I remember having one of the better moments in my life of being able to say something along the lines of, didn't you go to prison for robbing a bank? (laughs) (laughs) I I think I'm going to do just fine. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) And that dude was not happy with that at all. Uh, why was I telling this story? Because people think they can get away and then they're on the run. Oh, yeah. But, like, what were those guys going to do? Because, like, none of, they weren't getting I'm out. just going to go home. <laughs> they, yeah, pretty much. Because, like, he, the, he wasn't getting millions. Right, exactly. Like, he was getting hundreds of thousands. So it wasn't even, like, li- I mean, it was it was short-term life-changing money. But it's not like I get to go off to an island money. Well, yeah, like $100,000. I think that could change your money or your life or whatever, but it's not like you can put it in the bank and start gaining interest on it yeah. because you can't explain where it came from. <laughs> well, Look, just, I just found it. You just put it in in $1,000 incre- increments every other week for uh, 10,000 weeks. and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, but what I mean is, is like what... I never understood that of like having, even if you, let's just say you did have life changing, go to wherever money, like, I don't even know if you can buy like a plane ticket. Can you just go to the airport and be like, here's $1,000. I'd like to go to Europe now, please. Yeah. (laughs) Or are they like, huh? We don't even know what cash is. What are you doing with this? I don't know. Um, I'm sure they probably still do take cash, but if you like fly with a briefcase that has a hundred thousand dollars in it, are they going to question that? Or 2 million, like what, like a hundred thousand dollars. I think maybe you could be like, I, I don't know. I'm a like, psycho. you don't think if you like, if they like scanned your bag, they're not going to be like, why do you have all these dollar bills? <laughs> that's a good, that's a good Google. I think I wish I had time to Google that right now. Yeah, like I know from like working at a car dealership or whatever, like if you pay over like $10,000 in cash, then you have to fill out this form uh, or whatever, a special form. So they're not, they don't think that you're embezzling. If you're on a domestic flight in the U.S., there is no limit to the amount of cash or monetary instruments that you can carry. However, the TSA may ask a passenger who is carrying a large sum of cash to account for the money. Mm. Failure to do so can result in fines or confiscation of the money. Huh. That's interesting. Usually the best compromise is to put cash in your carry-on, secure it with TSA-approved lock, and never let it out of your direct line of sight. If you're chosen for a secondary screening, let the TSA agents know your bag contains cash. 
You need to keep it in your sight during the screening. Huh. So I think you could, because I would think, because much like, because I remember like a couple of years ago, I saw like the picture circulating of like, this is what a million dollars actually looks like. If it's like in hundreds, it, that was a weird breathe yeah. in. Uh, and it doesn't look, it doesn't, it is, does not take up the real estate you would imagine it does. Like when you see what a million dollars physically looks like, you're like, oh, I could just wrap my arms around that, pick it up, and walk away. <laughs> In $100 bills, you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, like, I wonder what the confiscation policy is because somebody there could be like, yeah, uh, we're going to have to confiscate this. You're free to travel. <laughs> you're yeah. free to go on your trip if you want to, but you're not taking this cash. I'm taking it on my trip. <laughs> uh, yeah, to out of here. I'm not being a TSA worker. <laughs> yeah, anymore. bye. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what there is to stop that from happening. Nothing. There is another. Uh, I don't know why I've been like the Tiger King docu series mm -hmm. has done wonders for me and watching docu series and giving them a slight chance because there's another one I want to watch now about the. Because you know how Netflix is like, hey, man, we are the uh, eye rapists of streaming <laughs> services. And do you want to see this trailer? Doesn't matter. You're getting it anyway. Mm. Sit there and watch it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there's this one called. God dang it. I can't remember what it's called. But there's a, a it was a, a lab worker that worked in this drug testing lab. And I think it was like Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And. uh the trailer made it seem like she started just skimming a little off the top uh, just for her own personal stash because she was supposed to be testing these drugs that were coming in. Okay. And uh, then she uh, apparently was, I don't know, the, the trailer wasn't explicit as to what she was doing and how much of it she was doing, but the conclusion was that she had done it so much that it changed the face of how they had to prosecute people, and there was like years worth of people that were prosecuted and possibly in jail that needed to be set free. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that does sound interesting. Um, I, again, don't know why I said that. Oh, because that, like, yes, it is they could just be like, "Oh, this is mine now," and just shove a couple of a uh, couple racks in their pockets and be like, "Peace, I'm out." <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I just don't think it would be worth it because even if you escape to somewhere, like if you have a $100,000 <laughs> and you like leave to somewhere where a $100,000 makes you a rich person, uh in those places like Mexico or all the places where the people were coming from the with the caravan or whatever <laughs> um like if they find out you have that money they're gonna kidnap you <laughs> and take it well here's the real thing is like people always like i feel like uh people that go to mexico or go to anywhere you would think of anywhere a normal person would just think of like you just find somebody off the street and be like hey you had a million dollars but you weren't allowed to put it in the bank where would you go they'd be like i go to mexico or go to the yeah, cabin in the, the wood and <laughs> uh what is it canada uh but really people probably go to like switzerland or they just go somewhere you would just never imagine you would go yeah and that's where the people that really get away with it go because they're like okay the exchange rate is great i'm just gonna go is here it? and just where i'm 
I, I don't oh, know because saying. I'm just saying it's wherever it is is the place you're not ever going to really think of because everyone, of course, is like Mexico. <laughs> you know how cartels are uh, normally <laughs> just they just have their arms wide open and they just embrace the white man as he comes in with more money than they've ever seen. Yeah. They're like, come on, come on in. <laughs> mm. We love you here. Your head will definitely not get chopped off. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of those murder shows that we saw was where this, um, like, there was a gang of people that were <laughs> working out at this club, and then they decided to kidnap rich guys or whatever and, like, take them in, have them sign over all their assets. And then they, like, the first guy, they tried to, like, set him on fire. They, like, beat him up and then put him in a car and set it on fire, but he got out of it. And then they ran him over twice with the car because they saw him crawling out of the car <laughs> that was on fire. So they ran him over twice and they thought he was dead, but he wasn't. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, you can see that fun scene in the movie Pain and Gain or whatever. Oh, yeah. I think that was what it was. Like they made a movie about it with The Rock. And Mark Wahlberg, which is funny because I was telling you at the time, like I didn't know until after that movie flopped that it was based on like Real reality. Event. So I was like, oh, well, and I still have never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> like it became more interesting, but even then I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah. But that guy, like after he had got ran over, he survived and like tried to, uh, he waited a while, I guess, to go to the police because he was trying to like get his money back in his houses and stuff because he signed them <laughs> over. <clears throat> and uh like when he finally went to them they were like well i don't believe you because you didn't come sooner uh, and so they didn't barely investigate it and then they picked somebody else and like they actually killed them he was like my burnt face my burnt face and my broken body <laughs> yeah i was ran over twice and i was scared <laughs> Oh, so, my God. I don't know. People are scary. Can I tell you something, though? Okay, what you just said about how that guy, they were like, we don't believe you because you didn't come here faster. That was the one thing that I got from the McMillian. Like, having already known everything that was going to happen before it happened watching that McMillions, the thing I was, I felt that I was able to do is just, like, look for other stuff to try and interest myself in those first few episodes before I just, like, tuned out completely. Mm-hmm. Uh and what I came to the conclusion is, is that uh, we have this uh, idea of what we think authority is, and it's not that. Right. It's just you. Imagine how dumb you are, and that's them. You're them, they're you. The only difference is, is they can put you away for years and years and years on a fluke, right. on a hunch, on pure dumb luck. Yeah, circumstantial <laughs> evidence. Circumstantial evidence. You can go to jail for decades. Right. Your life can be made or broken by some idiot that's you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you were just at the wrong place. Like, maybe you made a phone call <laughs> at the wrong time, and it's like, well, you were near this cell tower. <laughs> it's you were in the area at this time. <clears throat> It's just nuts, man. Like, it is... It's why I hate watching stuff like that, because I don't like to think about that. Because like I know it's true. how fragile our freedom is. <clears throat> how fragile it is, and how uh, the people that are supposed to be protecting it for us are just... They're just... Uh, what, 
more emboldened versions of us. Right. They're not, they're not, I'm telling you right now, and to anyone out there who's like, well, my, this is a that. Okay, great. You're one guy that you know is a whatever he is, and he does it good. Cool. Ask him about all the people that he has worked with over the years. If they're all like him, ask that one guy with integrity how many people of integrity they have worked with. I'm going to tell you, they're going to lie to you. And if you look real hard in their eyes as they're lying to you, you'll know they're lying. Right. (laughs) Because numbers don't lie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Numbers don't lie. Because, by the way, even if that guy has integrity, I now know just from watching a trailer of a a docu-series that, hey, some idiot in a lab who likes to do drugs who figured out heroin and meth is cool uh, can screw up your life. So that guy who might have integrity might come down on you with the full force of the law because he got bad info. Now, who's really worse? The person that gave him the bad info? The institution? The fact that you got arrested in the first place for having a little drugs that you probably should have been allowed to have in the first place? You tell me. Yeah, integrity. Integrity <laughs> farms. <laughs> We're moving to Colorado. We're opening up Tegrity Farms, and that's that. Yeah. <laughs> and that is that. Want to get high? <laughs> it's so funny because I don't know if I've said it on this uh, show or anywhere publicly, but I just think it's funny that I have a customer that used to complain a lot, like over nothing. Oh, like geez. they would just complain to the odd. This guy, I don't think he's come by. Uh, and now they have a pot plant that they're growing in their backyard that I've taken a couple of pictures and video of. <laughs> <laughs> Do they see you? I don't care. Oh, what if funny. they did see me? What are they going to say? Leave? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because, <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm going to tell you right now. You're like, I'll be right back with him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I'll just, if they want to complain again, I'll just text them a picture of that and be like, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I'm what's called the bad cop and i'm the only one here there is no good cop (laughs) yeah like do you want to tell that story i'll be right back with him (laughs) i'll be right back with him i don't i i know the hits of that story but i just (laughs) like what were we okay so to set the scene it was like what 10 years ago we had we were just moving into this house that we live in now and we were on the back porch like putting together something well we were out there talking with one of our neighbors yeah, and I was probably smoking cigarettes and just yeah, we smoked then. breaking for the day or whatever it was because I feel like it was like afternoonish going into evening. Yeah, it was about dusk. That's um, right. Um, and like behind our house is like an alleyway, <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lady that came walking from out of nowhere and was asking us if we would take her to the store i think right well she was looking i think she was like looking for someone or something yeah she was and she was asking if i would take her around and she's like can you help me find him she's like it just if we could just like ride around the neighborhood and i just want to see where he's at and i was like well that sounds like a trap (laughs) yeah i was like (laughs) yeah Yeah, because like i think she walked away from his house to go to the store but she didn't really know him uh, and when she went to come back, she couldn't remember where he lived. So she asked if you would drive her around the neighborhood. Yes, to look for the house, not him. But she was like, oh, I just want to see if I recognize the house. 
It's like, ah, that seems like one of those things where I end up murdered. So no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she was like very adamant and like didn't seem crazy. Like seemed at like first. Yeah. seemed like a little out of it. But like I hadn't known enough meth people at that time to know that she was probably at least uh, geeked out on something. Um, because suddenly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she had had enough of me being like, I'm not doing it. She was like. That's it. F you. She's like, I can't believe you wouldn't just do this for me or something along yeah. those lines. And that's it. I'm going and I'm going to find him and then I'm coming back here with him. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh my God. And I just have to keep a strong face. And I was like, all right, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in my heart, I'm like, oh, God, we're going to die, and we just moved here. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was also before we had any firearms, so I was like, all right, I've got this baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, but then we were like, well, he, she couldn't find his house, so that was going to the... be a long time before she can find him, and then <laughs> by the time she finds him, I'm sure she won't remember who we are. <laughs> and that's been our like running joke over the years of like, I'm coming back. With him. (laughs) (laughs) But we never saw her again, thankfully. Hear something outside, like, oh, maybe it's him. (laughs) 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 Finally found us. (laughs) You finally got here. Hey, I remember 10, one decade ago. (laughs) You You wouldn't wouldn't give me a ride. You wouldn't help my lady, and I'm very upset about it. Yeah, I'm going to guess that was not his lady, and it may have been a lady of the night. (laughs) I think it was probably a lady that was like, uh, I mean, we don't live in an unsavory neighborhood, Yeah, but it's not super savory, so it is possible that she was just going to pick up, uh, going to make a pickup. (laughs) It was just hanging out. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know. Seems a little odd. Man, if you're a drug dealer and you're hanging out with the people you sell drugs to, you're stupid anyway. Don't do it. Don't hang out with them. Don't be nice to them. Just give them the drugs. Get the money. Leave. That's it. Am I talking to someone specific? I don't know. What makes (laughs) you think it was a drug deal? No, I'm not. not, No, 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 no. I think she stayed the night there. What? How would you know that? (laughs) I don't know. Because she walked away from his house. Why would she be walking away? What? Why wouldn't you just give her a ride home or to the store? Beth, you are so sweet and innocent. <laughs> I love you. Uh, drug people are not... A, dr- a drug dealer, especially if he's dealing meth, is not going to be like, hey, let me make sure you get home safe. Why don't you hop in the whip and let's... Uh, oh, you need to go by the store? Here's a couple bucks for cigarettes. Uh, let's go ahead and get you home nice and safe. Here's a here's an extra rock for the road. See ya, deuces. No. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, I don't think this neighborhood, like, it's family-oriented. I think she was just lost. (laughs) In more ways than one, Beth. In more ways than one. Speaking of being lost, I want to play this. I haven't listened to it yet, but everyone has been in a real uproar about our Surgeon General. Oh, really? No. This guy apparently said some... Do you already have it queued up? I will have it queued up momentarily. Oh, well, in the meantime, did you see that... Uh, Donald Trump said he would look into pardoning the Tiger King. I love Donald Trump so much. Like everything about Donald Trump uh, makes me like him more and more every time because he can't stop himself. He cannot stop. He was meant to be 
like he was exactly where he was supposed to be. He was not supposed to be our president, but he was supposed to be famous. He was supposed to be in the public eye because he cannot turn it off ever. And I get that. There's a level where I get that because you know, Beth, personally, that there are some times where I just can't stop. And while I can't eventually stop, he can't. So I get the I get the thing of like where he's like, listen, man, uh, you done messed up and you showed me your neck and you showed me what made you angry and you showed me basically how I can get my kill shot every time. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and kill you every time. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Are you asleep? Is it two in the morning? Killed you again. Hey, killed you again. Hey, killed you again. <laughs> Easter, killed you again. What? Killed you again. Because he just won't stop. He won't stop. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, can I just say, <clears throat> all everyone who is, I feel very torn about saying this out loud, but let's be real. Like everyone is seems to be pretty stoked about Biden getting the old Nadaruski now that uh, Bernie Sanders has dropped out, and I guess you can say he gets the nod, but everyone else just dropped out. Um, but. Joe Biden was one half of the reason why Donald Trump is here today. So I don't think that putting the putting the number two guy in that is the reason why the country swung back so hard against Obama. Like that's why Donald Trump is here today. There was a huge people decided after Obama was gone that they were like, well, didn't like that. Uh, whether it was because we're racist or because we just didn't like his policies, we didn't like it one bit. We thought it went too far to the left. So all of us quiet idiots on the right, we decided to wake up, go to the voting booth, and vote in this other idiot that can be the king of the idiots. Uh, And then the Democratic Party was like, hey, you know what? We have somebody who's got a cool black friend. Who is that guy again? Doesn't matter. Listen, we're going to put Joe Biden in. <laughs> Joe Biden's our guy. He's really cool. And he remembers all his big words. <laughs> Didn't you have a video you were trying to play? <laughs> Sorry. <in> general. You... <laughs> you did this. No, I didn't. I brought up the Tiger King. <laughs> I didn't ask you to go on a deep dive as to how Donald Trump was elected. He, but I'm telling you, that is it. And people are going to eventually remember that when those two are talking to each other. They're like, oh, yeah. Like, things weren't... uh, Like, the reason things are going bad right now are... In my opinion, they're not... uh, They're all... Most of the things that are going wrong this very moment, as you're listening to my words, are things that are out of our president's control as much as I would like to blame everything on that guy. Like you cannot blame, uh, the state of things right now on him, in my opinion. Well, so I mean, there's always has to be somebody to blame and he's the figurehead. So people will be like, it was him. He didn't react quick enough. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. So it's whatever. Like that's with every president. Like if you're, if you're like, I'll take the job, <laughs> you get blamed. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You're, if you're one of the people that wants the job of president, you're already super damaged. 
super damaged. You have so many skeletons. What is that James Brown song? <laughs> Pay the cost to be the boss. Pay the cost to be the boss. Dude, that is such a good... After I play this, I'm going to look for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so I you'll remember. <laughs> this is the Surgeon General, and apparently this was... I wish I had listened to this, so if it's long and boring, I'm sorry, but apparently it's made everybody mad, so let's see if we can figure out why it made everybody mad. Okie dokie. Okay, well, I'm. you know what I'm really good at, Beth? I'm really bad at telling people what I'm really good at, so I want to take some time right now and tell people what I'm really good at. Is there a problem with the video? It's setting up stuff <laughs> and then not having the volume ready, not having some other version of the volume ready, not having the video ready. It's just one of those things. So now that we've gotten out of the way what I'm really good at. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, don't worry, you're asleep. We do not think people of color are biologically or genetically oh. predisposed to get COVID-19. There is nothing inherently wrong with you, but they are socially predisposed to coronavirus disposure, uh, exposure and to have a higher incidence of the very diseases that put you at risk for severe complications of coronavirus. But as the vice president shared on the call this morning, this history, and I want you to hear me say this, it does not have to be our nation's future. We're taking steps now in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic to reach, protect, and strengthen all communities impacted by this disease, and especially our communities of color. More details will be forthcoming, but we are actively working, as uh, the vice president and the CDC director laid out today, data collection, targeted outreach to communities of color, and increasing financial, employment, education, housing, social, and health supports so that everybody has an equal chance to be healthy. And I want to close by saying that while your state and local health departments and those of us the guy? in public service yeah. are working day and night to help stop the spread of COVID-19 and to protect you that's... regardless of your color, your creed, or your geography, he's black. I need you to know you are not helpless. And it's even more important that in communities no. of color, we adhere to the task force guidelines to slow the spread. Stay at home if possible. If you must go out, maintain six feet of distance between you and everybody. All right, all right. We get like, it. is that guy related to Mike Tyson? How dare you? Uh, uh, and I don't know why. That's, that's the second not, that's time. That's not the wait, video. Wait, let me, the sec, this is like the second time I've played a video, and it's not. The right one? Well, no, no, no. It's the. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? Uh, and second of all, it's only playing out of the left side of my in your headphones. headphone for whatever yeah. reason. So, but wasn't there a video where the guy was like, uh, "They're really black"? Oh, you're thinking. By the way, you're thinking of you just listened to "Shit Happens When You Party Naked," and he was like, "They're so poor." And they're, and they're so, so black. black. Yeah. <laughs> That's not that. <laughs> what is that? I don't know, but I've heard that too. Shout out to Jason Almy. Uh, let that us is know. probably where I heard it. Uh, that is what you heard. But no, that was our Surgeon General. But why were that, people mad about that? Because he was... Uh, saying that it's not affecting... He was saying that it's, uh, I guess, more so... Uh, g- affecting people of color and, uh, you know, in poor neighborhoods or whatever. So uh, people are like, hey! <laughs> but if that's true, why are they mad? Beth, when... Why well, would you think that a global pandemic would make people suddenly that were, you know, four months ago that would get mad about facts? <laughs> well, uh, I was watching The Daily Show... Well, not the Daily nope. Show. <laughs> well, what's on, oh, I Trevor guess the Daily Noah show on? Is, sorry, I. 
We watched that. Nope. Uh, I, well, I thought I keep thinking it's over because like because uh, John, whatever his name, John Stewart is out of there. Yeah, but it wasn't the Daily Show. But Trevor Noah <laughs> has been releasing videos on Instagram, so I guess it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was saying that like he showed some clips of like black people being like, uh, "How many? No black people have gotten this. We're immune." to it or whatever and, and then the, did he introduce them to did adris elba pop out from behind the curtain and was like hey everybody i have an english accent he got no. coronavirus yeah uh, he did <laughs> which sucks no he's already he's already he's already good it, to yeah. go like tom hanks um but yeah he was because i guess people were believing that they were immune to it or whatever because of the color of their skin and i guess genetic disposition but apparently that's not true. And I could see how it would be affecting like poor neighborhoods or like places where people are like more on top of each other or having to work in fields where they're still considered uh, essential. Essential, yeah. So I don't know. It's sad. It's, I don't know. It's, uh, it's hard to wrap my head around still. Like, because I feel like since I, you know, since we're still able to work, like, it's hard to get a good beat on it because, like, I'm working. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm trying to just keep uh, keep doing the best job I can do so that I don't get, you know, they're like, oh, sorry, man, you're fired. <laughs> like, yeah, not that that's something that seems to be on the horizon, but I'd like to give no one any reason to fire me uh at all yeah i mean it would be great if we both could keep our paychecks um but i don't know like do i still think it's scary going out sure even if i'm just going to work because like even though i'm going home and not doing anything else that doesn't mean that every other single person in that office is doing that yeah like i don't know what they're doing every day but they're coming back to that place where i'm at every day all right, so I don't know if this will be real quick, but I want to real quick mention this, and then we can go into trivia. Okay. Uh, but we had two very different opinions of a show we saw called Saturday Night Live at Home. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I would... I never thought... Do everyone, mark your calendars, because I never thought this day would come. Uh, Jesus has truly risen... On the third day, because now I am recommending that you go and watch a Saturday Night Live at home, because it is, while it is not a good episode, it's the most interesting episode of Saturday Night Live that I've seen in probably a decade, uh, bar, uh, not including the uh, Louis C.K., Dave Chappelle uh, appearances. Uh, with those two, those two episodes aside... Uh, it's the most interesting episode I've seen in probably 10 years because like it, the whole thing, first of all, it started out super awkward. Like I would say the first 10 or 15 minutes of it, like I just wanted to close my eyes and hide from it. Cause I was like, guys, it's not working. It's so bad. Uh, but by the end it wasn't that bad. And in my small brain, I would like to believe that this, little exercise that they have done, at least with this one episode. I don't know if they'll continue to do it this way. I honestly think they should, 
because I think this will, when they do start doing it in person again, I think it will make the show better. Yeah. Because they are forced to have to do it in a way that is not normal and is definitely not conducive for comedy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was the funniest episode ever, but I did think it was creative of them to do it from their homes and like come up with sketches still, even though they, um, like you said, couldn't rely on the audience reactions and they basically had to rely on themselves. So I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I did think that one sketch where they um, were doing the Zoom, <laughs> <laughs> like telecommuting or whatever, mm -hmm. was funny because like <laughs> people are weird when they like, get on camera sometimes. Because we've done just enough uh, live streaming stuff to be like, <laughs> yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, it's awkward. So I don't know. I thought that sketch was funny and. Um, I don't know. The one Pete Davidson song about Drake, I thought it was stupid. Pete Davidson did two songs, one that Beth didn't like and I thought was okay. And the second one he did was maybe the funniest song I've heard since Andy Samberg was on that show. Yeah. <laughs> like Beth even said, like, did he invoke the ghost of Andy Samberg to yeah, get this? Yeah, or did Andy just write this for him? <laughs> um. Yeah, and it was about having two thousand dollars. <laughs> like, um, but I would say that the the shock of that whole episode for me was uh, a cartoon that was like in the vein oh, of that was uh, so good. I thought. that was in the vein of what is it? Teenage Mutant. No, 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 no. The what was that stupid? The ambiguously gay duo. Like oh, it was yeah. like that, where it was just like a cheesy cartoon that was that they were just like, eh, we have this sketch that will only work in cartoon form. And they did the middle aged mutant ninja turtles <laughs> and it was perfect. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> Please, I'm sure it's on YouTube by now. If there is a link for it by the time this show comes out, I will put it in the description. For the love of God, watch Middle Aged Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was so good that I, I, I would love to know if that was already planned or if that was born out of this, the this whole lockdown quarantine thing. Yeah, like I wonder why they stopped doing the ambiguously gay duo. Because uh, I'm pretty sure it was insensitive to gay people. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably true. I haven't seen one in years, but I can't imagine that uh, they were like, you know what? This is culturally uh, sensitive to everybody. <laughs> yeah, but they were ambiguous. Yeah. Like, it wasn't clear, <laughs> but it kind of was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and was their names Gary and Ace? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But they used to have random little cartoons on, and now they don't. No, well, hopefully, so. again, like I said, hopefully this will be a rebirth for Saturday Night Live, and they can do things good again, uh, or different again. Different yeah. again. Just different, end of sentence. Well, and then I had two more things. Two more things, Beth. Maybe three. What the hell, man? These are quick. One is... Um, there was a too much time. Next thing, <laughs> rude. I'm gonna go on the couch now. <laughs> yeah, go on the couch. I'll I'll do the trivia myself. <laughs> um, like this is a like it's a weird thing. What is it? A three-toed skink. Like I guess they, it says they could either have live babies or uh, egg babies. Yeah, they can have them in shells. Mm -hmm. But this one had both, like an egg and a live birth at the same time. 
So they're saying that maybe evolution is changing it. Uh, or maybe was, it's just a mutant. <laughs> was this in a lab or was this in the wild? I don't know. Because Joe <laughs> Rogan just had somebody on his podcast. God dang it. He's had a bunch of interesting people on recently, but I can't remember the guy's name. But he was talking about how uh, now the way that the mice have been bred for lab tests, uh-huh. like it has gone in such a... I don't know how to basically they they did they started now doing tests uh to I think like the genes of those mice compared to wild mice mm-hmm. and they are wildly different. Okay, so, so they bred the wildness out of them? Or? Well, not the wild yeah, I guess maybe that's the best way of saying it, bred the wildness out of them. But they bred something either out of them or into them by making them into lab mice because they basically I don't know. So I, they're not doing anything to them genetically. They just have mm-mm. they're just having the babies in a lab. I think so. I'm too stupid. Like if you listen to the sh- to the episode, if I can again, if I can remember which one it is, I'll link it in the description. But it's like to anyone who listens to Joe Rogan like religiously, like I usually do, like even if it's someone I don't know or don't think I'll be interested in, I'll still probably listen. Um, but if you're like that and you listen to when he has those like those people that are so smart, they don't know that they need to be talking to stupid people <laughs> and they just talk like you're like you will understand them. Like that was how that guy was talking. Yeah. To well, the point where I was like, yeah, man, whatever you're saying, dude, I totally am right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> totally Despite get it. Despite all my rage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still yeah, just man. a rat in a cage. I love smashing pumpkins. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? And then uh, <laughs> also there's a little picture. It says newborn babies at a hospital in Bangkok are being given mini face shields. That's hilarious. Doesn't he look cute, though? That is very sweet. It's probably babe. a girl. It's in pink. <laughs> I don't know. But. This is a very sweet little baby. So there's that. And then the last thing is um, there was a story a while ago of this grandma that sent her uh, grandson a text, but she ended up sending it to the wrong person. And it was like a black teenager kid. Mm. And so he responded and was like, no, I'm not your grandson. But can I like she was inviting him to Thanksgiving. Is this an older story? Yeah, it was an older story. Go ahead. So she was inviting him to Thanksgiving and he was like, well, I'm not your grandson. And she was like, well, you can come anyway. So then he started coming and then he was like coming to Thanksgiving every year. Mm -hmm. And then him and his girlfriend started coming. But they said that uh, her husband died of the covid the old ladies mm-hmm. and i think she had it too but she was okay that's crazy because i remember that i remember like a couple of months or however long ago like they i remember that story coming out and them have like having posted pictures from like a couple thanksgivings where that kid showed up or whatever yeah which i think that's awesome especially like inviting like because i would be hard pressed to invite a stranger uh to our house uh yeah especially one that uh that you just like you didn't even meet him over the internet. You just like texted the wrong person, right? Like you basically just had a wrong phone call, and you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, because that's the best case scenario that they made a like a lasting bond. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I don't remember the details of this story, and I'm not gonna look it up now or ever because I will probably weep. Um, but the gist of it was. 
And if I get, if someone does know this story and I got it wrong, don't correct me. I don't need to cry whenever you're like, actually, it was even more heartbreaking than you thought. But this girl, I, from what I recall, the girl's dad had died and uh, she had like sent him a text or something. But there was like another guy that had his same number. number or whatever. And he would like text her like on her birthday or whatever. Like they would text back and forth. Sorry. Go ahead. She was text like she kept on texting like big life moments and like the, when she was sad or just texting random things to her dad's number. Oh, and, yeah. then, and then like at the end he was like I've been getting him this whole time, sweetie. I've been alive this whole time. No, he didn't. Yeah, well, he did respond, but I think it was when she was graduating or something. Yeah. He finally sent her a message and was like he would be so proud of you. Uh I'm I don't really know you, but I'm proud of you too. And I think his daughter had died as well. Something so like they, they yeah. had like a connection, and I think after that, then they started texting or talking or something. So I don't know. It's right, well, like sad, but like sweet. So, well, everybody, now you get to know what it's like to be a Twitter commenter in real life. <laughs> I explicitly said, don't correct me. <laughs> yeah, but that, that doesn't apply to me because <laughs> I don't listen. <laughs> I don't follow the rules. <laughs> yeah. No rules, just right, Beth. That's her, uh, that's her catchphrase. It's always ha- It always has been since the beginning of time. Beth, would you like to do some trivia 90s style? Why? <laughs> Absolutely. I will throw those cards into the air. All right. Well, you can choose one. Uh, so if any of you are wondering, if you're a new listener, hey, thanks for being here. Glad to have you. Uh, we think that a nice uh, palate cleanser at the end is just doing some trivia. And yeah, especially right now. We're just talking about TV shows we watched. <laughs> yeah, if this episode was extra boring for you, I'm very sorry. Uh, I was just... I don't know. I just didn't know how to talk about... Be like, just, hey, man, we're all just inside. Am I right? I did write a bunch of... Uh, I wrote some Anne Frank material about uh, us being trapped inside or about people being trapped inside. Yeah. Something along... If I tweet about it, I'm going to try and tweet about it before I release this episode so that people will go, ha-ha, I got them. That's uh, not really about Anne Frank, right? Isn't it? It's not comparison. It is. Listen to me. Stop. You know what? No. It's about Anne Frank, and it's about her brutal death and murder. No, it's not. Okay, uh, good. <laughs> But don't freaking poo-poo the joke before you even hear it. All right. You know but what? Anne no. Frank makes me sad. Anne Frank should not make you sad. You don't know what happened to her. She could still be alive to this very day. Or her ghost could be in this room right now. Anne Frank, knock three times if you're here. I don't know. I don't know. It's just sad because she was a kid. Listen, all I'm saying well, it's is... Well, sad altogether. All, the... all of it is sad. <laughs> but it's even more sad because she was a kid. The Holocaust, uh, but she was a kid. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thanks. Uh, you've ruined my setup to the tweet. So let's just go to trivia now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you are a joke thief. That's what you are. You're uh, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are a laugh thief. You're like, joke thieves, they just hear the joke and take it. You're a laugh thief. I give you a premise and you're like, it's not going to be sad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, This is why comedians are like, you would have been kicked out if you were watching this podcast. <laughs> Get her out of here. Right now. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<sighs> well, I don't want to be sad. Beth, we just <laughs> talked about sad stuff like a third of this episode. No, we talked about murder and mayhem, and then we talked about That's bitter sad. and sweet. Murder is sad. A child was murdered named Jean Benet Ramsey. Think about that. Who's sadder, Jean Benet or Anne Frank? Well, I'm going to guess Anne Frank. <laughs> <laughs> she at least got to be with her family. Jean Benet most likely died in her sleep. <laughs> yeah, and they said that there was like marks that could have been a teaser. In the all right, we're getting way off track. <laughs> what is the first trivia yeah, question mm-hmm. for me? <sighs> oh, you want to go first, laughing. lady? <laughs> <laughs> what legendary crooner was the subject of an FBI file that filled 1,275 pages? Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. You oh, cheated. Yeah. <laughs> hey, point this towards you like that. Point what? Guys, I can... Now, can you hear me? Yeah. What... It's a little late in the day. <laughs> well, okay. Now, since we're at the end, I don't mind giving up the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. You slowly, throughout the episode, got this thing pointed more and more away from you. <laughs> All right. So I was just trying to bring you back. Uh, All what? Right, thanks, critical DJ. Let's <laughs> just follow the rules. What Soviet space lab series ended with pieces of number seven scattered across rural Argentina? If you can tell me the first letter of this, I will uh, W the winner of the whole damn thing. Beth, what Soviet space lab series ended with pieces of number seven scattered across rural Argentina? Mm. I'm just looking for one letter. You get three guesses at one letter because you'll never know the name. So just guess any three random letters and I'm not going to tell you close or far. I'm just going to tell you yes or no. And go. So M. No. G. No. K. No. It is Salyut, S-A-L-Y-U-T. Now, if you had gone the classic Wheel of Fortune guesses, R-S-T-L-N-E, then you would have got it on guess number two. So... That's something to think about for the future. (laughs) (laughs) What craft product lent its name to the cheesy practice of posting articles to a widespread of unrelated news groups? Singles? Blind singles? Blind item singles? I don't know. Am I even close with any of those words? Now, when you say craft, you mean craft like craft cheese? It's a product. Craft product. What craft product lent its name to the cheesy practice of posting articles to a widespread of unrelated news groups? Classified. Cheesy product. Cheese singles. Cheesy. Macaroni classifieds. Product. I have no idea. You can say cheesy product 10 more times and I will never know what you're talking about. Then different types of cheese. Yeah, products. Cheddar Jack, lumber Cheddar Jack. <laughs> no, it's it's not actually cheese. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> oh well, cheese you did say cheesy a product. lot and emphasize it product. a lot. Cube. No. D- 
stick. I don't know, Beth. It's in. It can be in a block. It does not have to be refrigerated. Beth, the more you say the hints, the more the answer sounds like it's cheese. <laughs> I mean, it is a, a It could come in a block product. form. It could come in a stick form. They could come cubed in slices. You could melt them over pasta. So what do I need to tell you to get you the answer? I don't know. The first letter? V. Velveeta. <laughs> Singles. No, just Velveeta. Oh. <laughs> I am so confused still. Like, You're right. Do you want me to read the question again? Read the question one more time because I don't understand how Velveeta is the answer. What craft product lent its name to the cheesy practice of posting articles to a widespread of unrelated news groups? Yeah, I don't understand. Velveeta, I get, I get it in the context of the question, but I don't understand what the question is asking. Like... Or not, not what it's asking, but like the example that it gives is nothing. It's like, well, uh, it lent its name to words in the newspaper somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't write the question. Oh, didn't and you? And moving on. What sci-fi author praised the internet as a waste of time? See, it says praised, but praised as a waste of time, and that's exactly what's right about it. Oh, okay, gotcha. A sci-fi writer? Yes. Michael uh, Crichton. No, a hint is it's someone you've probably never heard of. Oh. Now, I've said that in the past, and you've come up with, like, names of ice skating Olympians, so who <laughs> knows? But uh, <laughs> uh, I'll even give you his first name, William. His last name starts with a G. If anyone knows this, write in right now. So have you ever heard of this person? <laughs> Absolutely not. His Garrison. name, it's a good guess. It's wrong, but it's a good guess. Uh, his name is also a kind of guitar. William G. And the G is the guitar part? <laughs> yeah. William Guitar. <laughs> William Guitarman. <laughs> William Gitfiddle. No, it's a know. it's a brand of guitar. Then it starts with a G. Yeah, just start naming any brand of guitar. I'll give you a hint. Alvarez. What else? I don't know. Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you should have said Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> I would have known. Davi does. Oh. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, all right. What animated cable classic debuted with a celebration of Yak Shaving Day? Ren and Stimpy? Yep. Oh, I was like, <laughs> wait, that sounds like Ren and Stimpy. Was it? I thought the first episode was where they, well, maybe that, I know there were like two episodes in one. That makes sense. You remember that? How like the first act, there was like a first act and a second act and it yeah. would be two different stories. Because the first one I remember was where they were owned by like that crazy oh, the, guy. He was like, <laughs> sure, get up on the couch. He's <laughs> <was> like, okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, can I sidebar? Yeah, but he was like, never, ever get on the couch. <laughs> uh, sidebar, one of the reasons I like Twitter is I always will 
uh, on the thread for the episode release or whatever, I'll always just add a meme at the end that I think is funny for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And if somebody, if somebody is in it, like the last one I posted was with uh, Bernie Sanders, I think, and I tagged him in it. Uh, but the one before that was Spock, and he was like saying something along the lines of, uh, the existence of Kylo Ren uh, implies the existence of Kylo Stimpy. Uh, <laughs> and I tagged, uh, what's his face? Why can't I say it? Bill, or what is his name? The guy that does the voice, Philip J. Fry. Why does his name just, eg- it exited my head as soon as I started to try and say it. Yeah, I can't think of it now either. What the hell is his name, Beth? Philip J. Fry. God dang it. No, I'm Like, gonna... he does a lot of voices. He does a lot of voices. And I'm going to tell you which... God, I'm so mad right now. No. Because he brought it up and you didn't remember his name. Because it's right on the tip of my tongue. Like, as soon as you say it, I'm going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> he does the voice of one of the M and M and M's. M and M's? Yeah, like the M and M guy. Let's see here. There it is. Billy West. Jesus it, yeah, Christ. Yeah, I don't know why we can't figure that out because it's an easy name to you. Uh, but I tagged Billy West in that of Spock saying that Kylo Ren and Kylo Stimpy. And he was like, thanks. Needed that today. Like he responded to it. And I was like, well, the internet is cool sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Beth, what? who prepared? It's my turn, right? I think so. Who prepared for her role as a crackhead in Jungle Fever? By not bathing for two weeks. Mm. Was it Brooke Shields? It was not Brooke Shields. Bo Derek? It was not Bo <laughs> Derek. It was a movie called Jungle Fever. I never saw that movie, but I've seen the cover of it. Who prepared for her role as a crackhead? <sighs> Who else isn't? Like, give me some more clues. Well, Beth, this lovely lady. Enjoyed her time in one such movie called, I don't remember, but she was a Bond girl in it. It was starring James Bond and her. Halle Berry. It's Halle Berry. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It is Halle Berry. <laughs> she was in Jungle Fever? That's what the card says. Huh. 1991. Yeah, I a crackhead, so maybe she wasn't the main character. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> How did you prepare? I just ran around in sweatpants and didn't take a shower. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems legit. What G word denotes a fashion statement characterized by ripped jeans, faded t-shirts, lumberjack shirts, and Doc Martin boots? I'm going to need you to ask that question again, but because uh, the only thing I could think of when you said a G word is giggity. But go ahead. Giggity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what G word denotes a fashion statement characterized by ripped jeans, Faded t-shirts, lumberjack shirts, and Doc Martin boots in 1991. Goth? No. Giggity goth. In 1991. Grunge, 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 <laughs> grunge, 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 grunge. Correct. Next. Lumberjack. Shut up, your lumberjack shirt. Just say flannel, you nerd. And didn't Biggie Small say he had the lumberjack to match? <laughs> what became... The largest former Soviet Republic in 1991 in both population and land area. Boy, what a fun question. The USSR. Yeah, <laughs> Russia. <laughs> uh, I think the USSR and Russia are different, but don't care. Uh, it's close enough for me. Cool. <laughs> 
What did 55% of the electorate vote to rename the city of Leningrad? Wow. I don't know. Just guess. Say the, question, one. say the question again. What did 55% of the electorate vote to rename the city of Leningrad? So 55% uh, of the electorate voted. Tootsville. Is this in America? No, it's in Leningrad. So it's not in America. <laughs> New Hampshire. I think I it might know. be Russia also. Moscow. It's a place we have here as well. St. Petersburg. (laughs) Constantinople or Istanbul, as it's known. Yeah. Uh, All right, this is my last question for you. What model and actor finalized their quickie Vegas nuptials with rings made of gum wrappers? Model and actress? And I don't think this is my last one. Ooh, yeah, I missed a, I missed a question. But yeah, what model and actor finalized their quickie Vegas nuptials with rings made of gum wrappers? Is it an actor that I like? Yes. Oh, yes. Is it Kate Oh, Moss? yes. Oh, yes. They Johnny both. Oh, yes. Depp? They both. Oh, it's Richard oh, yes. Gere. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Richard Gere and Cindy Crawford. Yep. <laughs> Uh, you all are welcome for all of those terrible questions that we were given so we could give no hints. Both reach for the gun. Finally, I was able to give a good hint on that one. And I totally skipped one. (sighs) But I have a question for you. Go for it. What rap group's greatest hits DVD features classics like Band in the USA, Shake a Little Something, and Me So Horny? Is it, uh... We just heard it. We love you a long time. (laughs) Racist. God dang it. It's right there. I can see their dumb video. We were just watching it. It was on Hip Hop of Evolution or Evolution of Hip Hop. Hip Hop of Evolution. Uh, God. You know what it is. The first is a number. Two live crew. Yep. God dang it, man. So aggravating. All right. I wish I had <laughs> waited for that Vegas question for last because this question sucks all the balls. Okay. What Robert Bly book about male rites of passage spent 63 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list? The Call of the Wild. It is not. Is that Jack London? <laughs> The world's dumbest movie, Call of the Wild, starring Harrison Ford as not the dog, starring a man as a dog. (laughs) Rites of passage? Rites of passage. I'll give you a hint. There are no hints. But if I were to tell you... (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I don't... I don't know how to... uh, Okay, let's see. Hmm. If... uh, Let's see. Wait, 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 wait. If John Hamm was a superhero, but he had Tony Stark's suit, what would you call him? What? If he had, if John Hamm had Tony Stark's suit of armor, but he didn't want to go with the last name Man, he wanted to go with his own name, what would he call himself? 
Iron Ham. (laughs) (laughs) You know, people are going to say, DJ, you walked her right into that. And to that I say, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) I really thought you would go with the first name. And I didn't even... Iron Will. Iron Will? (laughs) (laughs) Is that the name? Iron John? Yes. (laughs) But isn't there a movie called Iron Will? I don't know, but we're talking about a book. (laughs) (laughs) Iron Ham. Iron Ham is the greatest thing I've ever seen. That makes me think of somebody's cosplay that they just took slices of ham and just put it on their body. Like, I am Iron Ham. (laughs) No. Uh, Or like Spider Pig. Oh, God. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know why. I knew, like, you said it and I was like, of course she thought Iron Ham. I would have thought Iron Ham. But until you said it, I was like, she'll say Iron John. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, well, folks, we did it. Unless Beth has one more, we're at the end. No. <laughs> uh, one of the other things we like to do is throw some recommendations out there for other podcasts or maybe like a, I don't know, a YouTube channel we've gotten into, a book we like. That's really highfalutin because I don't think either of us have read a book in many moons. Although Beth has a book on the way that I think she's going to be reading. Yeah, it's uh, Miss Pat from the Pat Down, uh, who is a comedian. Um, She wrote a book called Rabbit, and I want to read it because it seems interesting. Yeah, if you are a podcast listener, but somehow you have uh, missed uh, when Miss Pat has been on. The first time I heard her was on Bert's, Mm -hmm. Bert Kreischer's podcast, but she's, you know, gone on to be on Joe's pod, Joe Rogan's podcast. She's been on. Joey Diaz's show, and now she's got her own show, The Pat Down. And Miss yeah. Pat is, okay, first of all, she's maybe one of the most interesting women to exist, but if there was ever a female Joey Diaz, it is Miss Pat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her show is freaking hilarious because, like, it's her, uh, this guy named White Boy Chris, <laughs> um, <laughs> another comedian named Dion, and then uh, she has... Her family members on there sometimes. It seems like her daughter, Gariana, goes on a lot. Um, but, like, when her family interacts with her at all, they're all just, like, roasting each other constantly. <laughs> so it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I really love that show. Uh, so, yeah, I'll put a link for Miss Patch's uh, podcast um, but yeah you should probably check out her book too because I cannot ima- like I don't know I it's funny because I've heard her talk about writing that book uh, for a long time like before it actually got written mm-hmm. and like she the way that she, did she well whatever maybe people don't know like she talked about the she didn't actually like write it she basically would talk to a lady and and have the lady like write it write the stuff for her and like you know those two became friends like they i don't know just hearing her because it took her a long time to write the story like i feel like she had some kind of like revelations as she was writing the story about like not just the not just that, like, she knew bad things happened to her, but I don't think she really realized the scope of it until she was, like, bouncing it off someone else right? Uh, who was going to be putting that story, you know, 
to the masses for her. Yeah, or just like saying it out loud. Yeah. There, it's so weird that that's very true. Like knowing something and saying it out loud seem like the same thing, but they are other solar systems different. Right. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, there's something about saying it out loud that makes it realer than you realized. You're like, oh, it was real. And then you say it. And you're like, Jesus Christ, it's really it's here now. <laughs> yeah. And other people know about it. So it's not like you can just be like, well, it's, I just know now. I can just ignore it. Uh, And my recommendation is going to be someone's favorite movie. And that is a podcast hosted by Randy from Miserable Retail Slave. Okay. Sometimes I I feel like he has rolling co-hosts, so I'm only giving Randy all the credit for this one. Um, But his, the... He just released an episode as of this recording, like 10 hours ago. But the last one I listened to was the the <laughs> him and... Let's see if it says on here. Do, do, do. Nope, it just says we cover. So maybe I haven't been listening enough. Maybe he does have a regular co-host at this point, and I'm just a bad listener. But either way, they went over the Leprechaun series, which is a series of movies that mm-hmm. I have now decided, Beth, you and I need to watch all of them. Okay. Have uh, you seen any of them? Nope. Okay. I've seen pieces of the first one, and I know the rest exist, and that's about it. But is the Leprechaun it. Willow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a name. It's Warwick Davis. Okay. Uh, and all I could think about through that whole episode uh, of someone's favorite movie on the Leprechaun series is that I didn't want to Google, and I hoped they would say, but they didn't, but maybe I will have to Google this after all. Where in the world does a name like Warwick come from? Uh, isn't he like English maybe? Okay. <laughs> I mean, didn't he have an English accent in Willow? <laughs> no clue, man. And Haven't seen Willow since I was the size of a willow. <laughs> wasn't he in the Harry Potter movies too? Yeah, but he played uh, some Jewish guy. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. It was a banker troll. <laughs> but I thought he was a professor too. He was. He played many roles in all of those movies, those Harry troll. Potter movies. Dude, they... Was that racist, what you just said? No, that was a nod to the fact that everybody was like, is that racist what they're doing in this movie? Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Why are they making all of these uh, little troll people look Jewish and hold all the coins and not let anyone want to get them? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> so, shout out to J.K. Rowling's, eh, you're racist. No, who knows? Who cares? Um... But also he was Willow, or Willow. He was also, what is it, Wicket? Wicket the Ewok? Oh, yeah. He was the Ewok. He was many things in many Star Warses. Um, nice. And I think he's the longest living little person ever, right? There, that's got, there's, if there is a record out there, he's probably uh, got it. Maybe. Many me's did. That dude drank himself to death. He was like, uh, let's see if I could drink twice my weight in vodka. No. I'm just going to pee in this corner over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, check out someone's someone's favorite movie. They go over B movies and they bring the reviews of them to you. Like I said, the last one was the Leprechaun series. And against their judgment, I think we're going to watch it. Actually, I take it back. We did watch one movie. It was uh, the WWF or WWE sponsored Leprechaun Origins. We did? Yeah, because we, uh, this was uh, many moons ago, because it was 
so bad. It was like the thing. Well, they're all pretty bad. But this one was exponentially worse than the rest, in my opinion, having never seen any of them all the way through. This one was so bad because it was, all it was was the the age-old kids go to a place because they hear about a Blair Witch or something, and Mm -hmm. they're like, the Blair Witch is over here. All you have to do is stay here for the night. And as it turns out, that was the Blair Witch house the whole time, and they're being sacrificed to the Blair Witch. Except for this time, instead of a Blair Witch, it's a leprechaun. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't remember any of the movies except for one where, like, if you sneeze and someone doesn't bless you, then the leprechaun can steal your soul. (laughs) That's one of them. They mentioned that, too, in that episode. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's all I know. So there you go. We've got leprechauns in space, leprechauns in the hood. Okay. Leprechauns. Two, <laughs> all the hits to look forward to. But I say we watch those by, uh, well, St. Patrick's Day has already passed. So we'll watch them by next St. Patrick's Day. We'll watch them all. Yeah. All right. I think I've talked enough. I've done enough talking for a lifetime, they say. Uh, Yeah. So don't forget to check out DJ's episode of Dragging the Table with Adam Simmons. Um, it was a pretty good episode, if I do say so myself. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And uh, the Civilized Creatures Network, check out all those shows, Drinks with Larry, What's in Your Hometown, uh, Married AF, Picks and Bones, and wherever John Jamingo lands. Where in the <laughs> world is Jonathan Majingo? <laughs> <laughs> Jamingo. <laughs> Check him out. Uh, and also Throwing Smoke. There's three episodes up if you want to listen to them. Uh, and also, go to Cullah.com, C-U-L-L-A-H.com. If you like the music you heard on this episode, he puts all his music out for free, and gosh darn it, we use it. And all he asks in return is nothing. So we give him this commercial and also try and help him fund his album, which is funded. But... You can also, he's been doing live streams like every other day. So if you follow him on, follow him on Facebook or YouTube or anything, uh, you'll get to see him just just mess around with some tunes, bro. I've watched a couple of them, but they're pretty long. They're like an hour and a half. So if you're looking for something to do for an hour and a half and you want to hear someone just give you some of them good tunes, find Culla. He's on the internet, I've been told. And that's it. Sorry, I, I, oh yeah, I'm sorry. For everyone who was wondering at the end, you're like, oh, are you playing pay the cost to be the boss? (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) I hate you, Audible. Audible? Okay, you did remember. Dude, this is the greatest song James Brown has ever put. Get out of my face. And Nas sampled this song, too. Yeah, you know why? Because he paid the cost to be the boss. Mm. What should I do? Know what you see? You see a bad month. Look at me. Hey! Know what you see? What you see? See a bad Dude. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode, and we will see you next Tuesday. See ya!
Hey, did everybody enjoy that episode? I'm starting to enjoy these little after show, post show, whatever it is we're doing here. Uh, but in case you don't like it, just know it's only going to happen for like two more weeks. Uh, because I don't know if you know this, Cullah's new album, Cultivation, will be out on the 27th. So we're almost done. You've almost made it all the way through. After that, you get to hear some more yucks. You get to hear some more, see I mean yucks like yuck, yuck, yuck. Like a laugh, not a ew, gross. But who knows, maybe I'll say something gross and put that, and then that'll be a double entendre. Would you like that? Do you like double entendres? Yeah, so this is what happens when you do the after show. You get to say stuff like double entendre, and you get to say it with a real French accent. And if you think that was a good French accent, you're about as American as they come. So enough of that nonsense. Uh, So yeah, as I said, on the 27th of April, Cultivation will be hitting your ear, your ear, I almost said earlobes, but your eardrums. Uh, But until then, you're getting at least two more songs out of me. Uh, This week's song is going to be off of the album Colossus from 2018. And it is the the song that launched a thousand podcasts. Oh, that's right. It's the one and the only B9 to Thrive. You can't flow from the verse to the next verse You're a manifest of the effect of a cause Without a man, but you're not a lost cause, brother man Now hear me out, sister lady Keep hoping for the sun when it's being rainy You have a special kind of responsibility The ability to channel out of entity Tap into a sacred symmetry Grown foster child into infancy All my sisters out there with powerful souls Keep your love strong
Listen to me, moving with me, losing all control. That's for sure. Now that you went from being I right to thrive, right to strive. Hey man, high five. You and me, let's keep alive. Now go outside and breathe. Take a look out at a tree. Inhale. What is it that you see? Is it something you believe? Perhaps it's a perception that is clear. Or perhaps it is something that you fear.